city. With a capital T, and that rhymes with P, and that stands for pool. We surely got trouble. Right here in River City. Gotta figure out a way to keep the young ones moral after school. Technological developments have had as great an impact on our lives as these two idiots. Don't tell me you two are pretty good. Best in the company. Golly, I'm so impressed. You're talking about line of sight. Yeah, that's right, exactly. Welcome to Line of Sight. This is episode 177 for February 28th, 2023. And my name is Adam. And my name is Nathan. Thanks for joining us. Today we're going to discuss, well, we're, we, we failed our assignment for last year. We did not watch each other's top 100 movies, so we're continuing on that journey. We'll hit up a couple of those. Uh, knocking off ones we haven't seen from each other's list uh, with Sicario and The Music Man. Are you pumped for this, Nathan? Very pumped, very excited. Two movies that are completely connected, uh, just so similar, same genre, same everything, same <laughs> tone. So, yeah, no, very excited. Same era. Same era. <laughs> They are both in color. We could give them that. Yeah. Yeah, there was some... Uh, there was a lot of thought put into this. Uh, almost, almost did Half-Baked and Sicario because both about drugs in some way. But I, f- I feel like there's a few on my list that you haven't seen that are... Uh, they're just for me. I don't really expect a lot of discussion about them. Like, right. you can watch them, but I, I think it's uh, just me. And there's a lot of comedies, so just me saying, like, I love this part and this part and this part. Uh, so, no, I think these will have some things to say. And uh, Sicario is one I've been meaning to get to for a while. And so it's nice to get those things checked off the list. Um, how's your week been? Uh, uneventful. <laughs> but, uh, Did you get snow on Wednesday? Yeah, we got not, we got a ton, or I mean enough, but not an outrageous amount. Uh, enough that the schools were canceled for absolutely no reason, but yeah, that's fine. I, I, that was like us. Yeah, everyone's afraid, and... I don't know, like, I guess you can't predict it perfectly, but it seems like they're, they've been way off for the last year on all these big storms that are coming, and they never do come. So. Yeah. Yeah, similar, similar week for me, so um, next week we're talking what we've watched. I feel like... I haven't watched a lot. I feel like I've watched a ton. <laughs> so, good old flip in that. Not a ton of uh, good things, but still. 
quite a few things. I don't know. Maybe uh, we'll see. Maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but it feels like that. I I've been playing a lot more Nintendo. <laughs> Uh, so I think that's why just not watching as much because of that. So, um, anything else or do we want to just get right into it? Don't really have anything else. I don't think. Okay. Well, let's go back to 1962, the music man. Or sometimes Meredith Wilson's The Music Man. I don't know if there were other music men at the time. <laughs> or Meredith just wanted his name on it. Pretty sure Meredith is a guy. Um, yeah. He is. Um, yeah, so I think I... I must have seen this before. Or at least parts. Because I know... We had it on VHS, and I, when certain characters and certain things popped up, I'm like, I remember this, but then I know that I've seen it in a local Cookstown theater as well, so it's like, I yeah. know this, but then I feel like I remember seeing a little Ron Howard sing <laughs> before, <laughs> and a few other things, so... But it is essentially, it's a, might not be a brand new first time watch, but it's more like a major refresher. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, so this, is, I, I should look up what number it is on my list, but um, it's fairly new for me, like, I don't know when I first watched it, but I mean, it's probably been a while now, but I know it was something that was watched a lot in Brenda's home and I hadn't seen it until we were either dating or married. And then I've watched it a ton since. And, uh, I don't think I loved it as much at first, but then like on a rewatch and being more familiar with things, it, it kind of grew on me and now it's just like one of those put it on and it's just a delight to watch <laughs> like it's so enjoyable mm-hmm. uh so i want to <clears throat> after seeing this i do want to watch oklahoma and seven brides for seven brothers i know you like that one i've never seen oklahoma before and it's just yeah. like a couple of these musicals uh, and I do feel like this one, uh, what was the other one that I feel like we watched or something where it's like, this one does have bangers. Like that's all the musical needs is yeah. more than just a few songs that are good. They need a lot. Uh, I went and saw, uh, Joseph and the amazing Technicolor dream coat a couple of weeks ago. And that has bangers a lot throughout. And this one does too. I'm trying to think, what musical did we discuss? Oh, I feel like West Side Story does not. They have a few, 
but not like throughout yeah. where it's like oh i'm excited for this one i'm excited for this one it's like in america and uh the main love song is pretty good but yeah i'm not crazy about the other ones as much uh but yeah this one i don't know i liked it quite a bit uh yeah. yeah, I think uh, what you're saying about the music, like, I, there isn't a song I don't like, and there are different levels to them, because some of them are just people singing, and it's not much, especially when it's, like, the quartet, and they're just going into yeah. a song just to have a song, um, but not all the time, but a lot of the time, there's just, like, something, but there's, there's always there's something to like about all of them and there are a lot like it is there are a lot of songs in it like sometimes you're you think it's like oh yeah this movie's a musical and then you're looking it's like there's only three songs in it like what (laughs) like so especially in some disney movies where it's like oh yeah there's singing throughout and then you look and it's like it's like maybe three and then a reprise (laughs) it's like okay so that doesn't even barely counts so yeah this uh i don't know what the total count would be but there's quite a bit and um i know that from the uh play because it was obviously uh a broadway show first and it's very obvious in the movie and the way it's filmed and stuff is very stage like yeah um but for the music uh there was one song that was cut from the stage version but a lot that were added apparently so like i don't for know which ones movie. were added but yeah for the movie there was a bunch mm-hmm. uh that weren't on broadway and i don't know if it's just those kind of in-between things where they're just thrown in and they're not really anything to do with the plot i would assume mm-hmm. but uh yeah like right from the get-go that first song on the train and it's all acapella and uh and it sounds like a train i really like but one thing that kind of bugs me and it happens again for another song is the shots of the train right where it's like to like really hammer home like yes sir yes sir it's like yeah we get it it sounds like a train you don't have to show the thing happening and making the sounds it's like i feel like that kind of takes away but i don't know how many uh broadway things were being filmed like maybe it was a thing before this i i don't even know but i feel like it's one of those like oh it's it's film we can do whatever we want let's throw in these shots and I don't know that it's really necessary, but uh, yeah, that's just one little <laughs> thing. And then when it happens later, uh, the song with all the ladies and uh, it's showing like the feathers on their hats yeah. and then it's showing the chickens on the yes. ground. It's like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> well, that, I, was, I, I was looking in my notes because I, with the train, that one's memorable. But then I'm like... I know that I wrote that down where it's like, oh, they're doing it again with the, yeah. the chicken thing. Yeah, yeah. and Fuck I them, think yeah. it's a funny joke. Like, I I like that song and I like the visuals, yeah. but it's like, 
I don't know that you need to cut to the chickens right. to you, to get your point across. Yeah, and you just did it again. Like you're, do, it's the same yeah. thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. But yeah, that could just be a film gimmick thing where it's like, well, we we can put in these shots. It's film. It's not on the stage, right. and that's part of it for sure. Uh, I would say just in general. I liked it quite a bit. Uh, it's a little long. I always feel this way on most musicals, though, where I'm counting. If I have a program, I'm counting how many songs are left, unless I know it really well. And uh, even ones that I like uh, drag for me a little bit. That's one thing with Joseph. It's a quick one. Like... I feel like the whole thing with intermission is two hours. So this is like, they're just getting uh, the instruments with the uh, yeah. Wells Fargo wagon. And yep. like it's like, holy cow, we still got an hour left in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, and it's funny because I don't feel like there's a lot that happens in this no, movie. No, nothing happens. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, really. But I like it. I, it's not like a complaint, but thinking of it, it's like, how is it? Well, that it's interesting. Like, It's 150 Way minutes. more things happen in other musicals <laughs> compared to this one. Like, he shows up there right away, and then it's like he's going to sell them the instruments. He does, and that's it. Like, that's all. Yeah, and then it's like... Yeah, there's a whole period of kind of recruiting people and... Yeah, are they going to yeah, get it, mad at it, him or not? The Will they, like, fit it like... And even, like, her falling for him and stuff, like, kind of, like, goes quicker than you, you'd think that would be resolved at the end, almost. Like, it kind of is, but, like, I don't know. She falls for him sooner than I would have thought type of thing. Uh, well, yeah, that that scene, like, that's kind of where there's that flip, though. Like, where everyone's getting everything and she's seeing how happy everyone is. And then that's when she kind of comes around on him and doesn't give the mayor the, okay. uh, the thing. And she's kind of on his side at that point. And, yeah, so, I don't know. I think the first time I watched it, I thought it was a little weird the romance between them because it's like what he's a he's a con artist like what's going on and but like now i'm just like no i i get it like it's it makes more sense and it makes me like uh the characters more because it isn't your traditional love story because it's like there could be um i don't know the stereotypical moments where it's like you were just trying to con us and yeah. like where it's like she's she falls for it but originally and then realizes he's a con artist he's like no no I, that's what i that's what, how it started but that's not what it is now and like <laughs> that's how most things are but it's like the opposite of that where she is the one that's like this guy's a fraud and then it comes around being like well he is doing good though like even if his intentions weren't uh right in the beginning yeah 
So it's like a flip. And then even for him, it's like, I can understand him coming in and being like, uh, kind of scouting out who's going to be my opposition and even asking about people who know music and oh, there's the librarian, she teaches piano. So he like makes her a target, but it's like, he doesn't really ever get through to her. Right. Like she comes around on her own. He never cons her. Yeah. Like, and, uh, I think his like smooth talking and stuff does kind of start to work on her after that moment but i don't know that it's really like him conning her at that point it's that's when it does kind of start to become real but also it's like it's not even the main point of the movie like no it's barely like a a romance <laughs> it's just something that happens in it <laughs> yeah it is it is an extremely simple movie like barely yeah. anything actually happens but it is a lot of fun and just easy to watch but i would say like there is a, a middle section there where it feels like it's dragging a little bit you could you could trim a little of this down and uh pick up the pace a bit but it is uh it's a lot of fun higher energy i love like all the characters like all of them yeah. are fun yeah. and the only one that i don't like which is kind of you're not meant to like them is the anvil salesman where it's like yeah he's like this is some pervert <laughs> creep <laughs> like how he, <laughs> he's like, hitting on her yeah yeah just like it's like a little <laughs> over the top but uh yeah, no, I think he's good. Yeah, he is what he needs to be because yeah, you don't like him and you're rooting against him. Right. Uh, and I think he's believable as. Yeah, it's it's a funny thing like an anvil salesman, yeah. and like he's like I don't understand how that works. He travels around with a, a suitcase with an anvil in it. Right. Like, it's I think that's a funny concept, but. Yeah. Yeah, all the um, townsfolk that you get to know, they are all funny and different in their own ways. Uh, I like the mayor, the mayor's wife, um, Buddy Hackett. Like, yeah, he's not he's not even that crazy, but just like I I like that he has like an accomplice, but he's also a townsperson. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I. Uh, Buddy Hackett, I didn't, going into this, I wouldn't have known, but then I was watching a bit of it with Sam, I'm like, who is that? Just looking it up, knowing what it is, and then like, Little Mermaid, it's like, oh, it's Scuttle, and it's yeah. just like, it's amazing once you realize that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's perfect. I, that's one, I'm not... Is it called Shamoopy or what's it called? Yeah, Shapoopy. Shapoopy. I'm not crazy. Like, that's something like I'm not listening to this. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not downloading this on Spotify, <laughs> that song. Like, where yeah. it's like, it's not really pleasant. <laughs> yeah, that one, 
like if I was to pick, and I don't know, this may not even be accurate, but like my least favorite song, but it's a good dance number. Right. Like there's a lot going on the screen, so I don't mind watching it. But yeah, I'm not listening to that. Although it's like, yeah, I don't dislike it, but it's uh, it is a little different. And yeah, he's not a singer, and uh, I don't know, it's more of a comedy. Mm-hmm kind of bit but uh yeah his voice is talking awesome. about going with the train or the chickens not the exact same but in a similar vein when the uh marion is uh with that's her mom right yeah uh where like they keep correcting the girl on the piano yeah but then when they're having their little argument and like they're going with the piano it's like yeah so that it's a similar type of thing where it's like the real world is uh helping them <laughs> how they're yeah. speaking to each other kind of yeah I, I really like that I, that's and one how... of my favorites i like it's excellent i like how um they even shoot that where there's like from the piano's perspective i guess you could say where it's like it's an upright piano but then all of a sudden you're looking at the girl playing and then the keyboard like fills the frame right and then something i was reading it's like the the actual piano only has this many keys but when it switches to that they had to add keys to make it fill it but it's like who cares it's a cool shot where like you might not even notice it but yeah and just the singing going with what she's playing uh is great there's a lot of like good technical things with the music um one thing that i didn't even really pick up on even though they do um not mash them up but like the 76 trombones and um good night my someone i think right they're the they're the same tune but like one is like a, a masculine version and that's like the march the 76 and then the other one is more of like a a ballad and it's more feminine but they are the same tune but like they're not the exact same like it's not a one-to-one mm-hmm. so it's not obvious but there is the part later where like he's singing outside the house and then it's like her up in the window and she's singing her song and then they switch uh, what they're singing and she's singing his and he's singing hers but even with that even them being back to back like that it's like i never really picked up that they are the same tune i just thought it's like oh they just kind of go well together but that is what was intended with them is they're the same thing yeah so. i also n- not being musically uh knowledgeable but just appreciating it uh the scene where they have like the uh barbershop guys and then yeah her right and it's yeah and it's just like we're just gonna mash these together yeah and i feel like like in elementary school we used to do this all the time where it's like we're taking two songs like row 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 your boat and half the class sings that and half the so- class sings something else and it kind of yeah. works together uh so I thought that was fun and like 
completely different. You don't see that, first of all, because it's a musical. But then it's just like how they uh, they would do that also just like with fading to black and like the, the only the people are in yeah. color. Not that that scene was exactly that way, but similar. But then even at the end, as far as music goes, like it's like a super mix. Like every single song is being played musically a little yeah. bit like everything uh which is i thought pretty good actually yeah i think that's kind of throughout even like you pick up on certain melodies yeah just with the score but yeah i, I think like the last little bit the melodies are just pumped in there uh i like how much you know how I like to feel like you're on a set and this yeah. is like, this is like a back a Hollywood back lot. Like no other, there's even scenes there where it's like, there's no, no uh, what's it called? No missing that you're in the Hollywood Hills. Like it like seems like you could see the Warner brothers tower in the back. Like, it's just like the California desert is right outside. And like, uh, they had some wide shots where it's like, yep, that's not Iowa or wherever they are. Uh, it's yeah, certainly. Well, I would say it almost all feels like soundstage, like not even backlot, but like there's no way they're outside for real. Well, I think some <laughs> of it's outside, don't you think? I guess for sure some of it, but I feel like for the most part, no. I think you're right. I think you're. I think you're right that most of it would be inside. It's funny. I just saw an image recently of uh, Mary Poppins the outside the street, and yeah. how I was all on a stage. And I love, I love yeah. being inside and <laughs> feeling like you're outside. Uh, that's one of my and I think things. it's a big, not that it's like jarring or anything, but the very end when they do the like yeah. uh, switch and they'll come outside in the new uniforms and that is definitely outside. Yeah. Like it's got the harsh sunlight and stuff. Yeah. So it's like none of the rest of the movie look like this except maybe when he gets off, when the, he train. Gets off the train. Right. Because yeah. of the dirt and stuff. Yeah, and then it very quickly, I feel like, like when he's going through the town, there's, it's probably a stage at that point. Yeah, all the like so. outside her house and all that stuff. I would assume a stage. Uh, other. Uh, and maybe the Wells Fargo that might be outside. Yeah, Wells Fargo is one of my favorites. <laughs> it is so. Good. Well, yeah, that's it's pretty upbeat, and I love all the different voices in it. How it's just like everyone singing. Yes. And then it's just like the common man, but like he's got a great voice. Yeah. No. <laughs> Some of them not and so then much. You like, think of like, do they do this every time? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. Everyone, <laughs> get a verse ready. <laughs> yeah, uh, but like it is so good because I feel like that tune, I or just that song, I've kind of known before somehow. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, Trouble in River City is amazing. 
I meant to, yes. I actually I didn't I didn't watch it. I meant to watch it. I forgot. I was going to do it today. Uh the monorail simpsons monorail episode how perfect it is of this uh like yeah i i know i've heard that but like whenever i've gone to listen to it's like i mean it's parodying it but it's not like it's exactly this it's the same idea right it's just i love the idea of like him selling them a monorail or it's like it's so unnecessary yeah (laughs) like that just uh and but him getting them all worked up like the moral panic and the like pool rhymes like all that stuff <laughs> like and it, yeah that it makes no sense and <laughs> but like i like i love it like what what's his line uh pool what starts with p and it rhymes What's the... Well, yeah, you've got trouble with a capital T that rhymes with P that stands for pool. <laughs> right, like that's so good. But I, I like it because it's like he makes good points, and it, not that it's like gonna be true, but he just has to find that one little thing. Yes. It's like, oh, there's a pool table. Okay, the the youth are being corrupted. I can go into that whole thing. It doesn't even matter at that point if pool right. is good or bad. It's like. You just get into that uh, like moral high ground, and I love Buddy Hackett in that where he's like working the crowd for yeah. him. Where oh. it's like, it's your kid memorizing jokes from Captain Billy's whiz bang, and he pulls the <laughs> magazine out of a kid's back pocket and hands it to the mom. She's like, oh, he is. I <laughs> like uh, so good. Buddy Hackett in that, and like. Uh, and also when uh, they're in the hall or whatever, the gym. Yeah, and he's and, repeating and stuff. And he's just yelling things out. Like, that is, yeah. I love mob mentality yeah. <laughs> and stuff. But it's just like, uh, like, uh, just like being at sporting <laughs> events and stuff. And like, just like, yeah, that's what you think or whatever. Like yelling at refs <laughs> or something. And just like, uh, Steve... Uh, friend of the show <laughs> but his line is always like it, we always yell the most traditional lines but it, always at the refs it's just like you're missing a good game ref and like these stupid <laughs> things <laughs> all this stuff but I absolutely love Buddy Hackett just like working the crowd like uh, yeah well I like there's like three things Harold uh, Hill says from behind the bleachers and then he's repeating them and the third one he's like we need to keep our boys pure and then buddy hack is just like pure boys (laughs) exactly because i I feel like we both love this in that like our desire to do a school speech and yell about asbestos (laughs) like there's something in us that loves crowd insanity uh what was i there was something else related to this oh crap i was just thinking about it but yeah just the yeah just moral panic whatever uh just get everyone fired up yeah and i mean for uh trouble in river city that is like the for me the showcase of 
Robert Preston, like his performance of that, the hands. like just everything he does, like even when he's just kind of talking and yeah, like everything he's doing with his hands is so precise and choreographed, even though it's not really a dance that he's doing, but like you can tell cause he did it on Broadway. It's like, you can tell he has done this a lot and yeah. he's just got it down. And when they're filming, it's like, he's not even singing it for real. He would be doing it to like a track. Right. So that makes it even better where it's like, it doesn't look like lip syncing at all. And he's just so natural with it, but yeah, it's natural, but still not quite, but just every movement is so deliberate and it's amazing. <laughs> I love when people are insanely comfortable with like, uh, I think I mentioned this before, but it's a weird thing. Uh, a few years ago now, when Shakira <laughs> did the Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show, but everyone else in her little dance ensemble is like, they're all like rather stiff, but they're supposed to be. But yeah. she's just like doing it like casually, but the same moves, so relaxed. And I just love, uh, I feel like great talent is like that where uh i'm watching this documentary on gospel music from the 70s and like when people just like can shout things out to go along with it and i feel like this is the beauty also of like michael jackson where it's like there's a lot of work into it but uh what's it like it's like not imitation uh what do you call it uh, not imitation, uh, just when you do something on the fly, uh, like uh, improvisation, imp- yeah, improvising. Where uh, yeah. I heard a line and I love it. It's like the best improvisation. Improvisation is rehearsed. Yeah, and it's just like this, right? The whole music man, everyone knows. Like this is rehearsed to the hilt, but they make it quote feel spontaneous but it's obviously not spontaneous it's practice but like him he's the master of like all these lines are memorized like in his soul but he's making it feel like he's just making it up on the spot in a weird way i don't know how he does it but yeah it's awesome yeah uh talking about shakira (laughs) that's how i feel about the character of Tommy Gilles. Like every time he is on screen, especially doing dancing and there's other people like the main one would be 76 trombones. But like, I can't take my eyes off this guy. Like his dancing. I think he's like the greatest dancer I've ever seen. <laughs> I saw your review on your letterbox previous <laughs> and that's what it said. And I didn't know if you were joking because I'm like, okay, I'm going to pay attention to this guy. <laughs> And like he's rather stiff and like flexing all the time. Like, yeah, like he's just he's so I don't I don't know what the word is, but yeah, like that flexing, like it's he's so enthusiastic right. is maybe the word. Like yeah. he's giving it his all, and everyone else is like, yeah, we're doing the steps, but he's just like yeah. in it. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't know. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say he's the greatest. Dancer <laughs> of all time. He's maybe he's just my favorite. Yeah. Like. uh the, yeah, that whole scene, uh, especially the end of it where he's like up on the stage 
and everyone's all the other guys are down there and he's doing this one thing where it's like one foot planted and it's like kind of the other foot stomping and he's doing this like thing with his hands and banging his head mm-hmm. and it goes for like a good i don't know it could only be 30 seconds but that's a long time to be doing that move and i was noticing one of the guys behind him it's like that guy can't keep up <laughs> like it, it's like he's waiting for this to be done so he can just take a break because he's losing it but like i can't even do it once let alone however many times they repeat that but it's uh it's awesome mm-hmm. it is uh i love harold hill him like the initial 76 trombones but like walking down the steps and like that like crisscrossing of the steps he does and just like set such energy and stuff I just love like I'll even do that once in a while if we're like somewhere with big steps just like I love the like energy and the crisscrossing there's a couple actors in here that I noticed uh, like the sheriff or whoever he is he's in quite a few I Love Lucy episodes and then one of the women, the taller one, I'm like, I recognize her. And she's yeah. in Sister Act. Yeah, she's in a bunch of things. Brenda was saying a bunch of them. Like, uh, I forget what the other one that I wouldn't have known. But one, I think she's the aunt in Little Women as well. Okay. But yeah, she's in Sister Act. She's in a bunch of things, apparently. Um, and... I think another one of the women was uh, the female gargoyle from uh, Hunchback. <laughs> she pointed out and it's like, I wouldn't know that. I didn't even know that there was a female gargoyle. I, I when I was younger, wouldn't have thought it was female, but it's like the old one. There's yeah, Jason Alexander <laughs> yeah, and then the tall, chiseled-looking one, and then... And I thought it was an old man, but I think it's actually Well, that's actually, it's funny because just before we were recorded, I was watching Tarzan with the kids and uh, Turk. Yeah. Rosie O'Donnell. That and Shen Z, <laughs> hyena from Lion King, are both kind of like, are they guys or girls? <laughs> like, as a kid, you could easily think that they're not. I feel like they don't yeah. have particularly uh, feminine voices yeah turk definitely seems like a guy and could even be even though it's rosie o'donnell yeah the only thing i feel like there's like not that this matters but like the fact that uh she wears i think it's a girl just because she wears jane's dress in it and it's like okay (laughs) but that doesn't mean anything but then I feel like there is something else, uh, but maybe not. But yeah, uh, Ron Howard was good. <laughs> his yeah, his Wells Fargo thing was good. Yeah, I, I I'm not big on the like really over exaggerated spitting with the lisp. I feel that it's like sometimes it's stage. fine. Yeah, it's like, like you have to express this to the back row. And it's like almost he, like and he makes Daffy a joke Duck of it, kind like of wiping thing. his face too. 
at one point. So that's good. Uh, yeah, feel- some of sometimes it's fine, yeah. but sometimes it's like really, like I think maybe even that Wells Fargo where he's like something special. <laughs> yeah. It's just like really like I don't know. It's uh, it's fine, I guess. Yeah, I, Wells Fargo wig, and I love all the expressions, but like everyone is. I love the overexpressiveness. Like it is a musical. Like mm-hmm. I remember. Uh, I never really watched it, but like Barney, right? Was like the insanely <laughs> expressive children. Like, I think uh, musicals are fun like that. Uh, I, I put down, this is like anti TikTok as far as like 20 second <laughs> thing. Yeah. It's like, this is long and sustained, and it's like, it's over two hours. And, uh, yeah. How about that stop motion credits at the beginning? Yeah. (laughs) That could use a lot of work. I mean, if if you're going to do an overture, that's how you do it. (laughs) With some credits. Looking at you, Star Trek, the motion picture. (laughs) No, you just listen to Black. I also love... Robert Preston's just speaking voice where it's almost like he is always singing where it's like a performance like everything he's doing uh, and again just probably a stage thing being very deliberate about things and enunciating and like projecting but it's awesome (laughs) I love his voice yeah and what a great line singing is just sustained talking yeah and that's basically what he's doing yeah. all the time. Um, but yeah, he I, tons of great lines, like not enough time to go through them all, but I really liked, um, I should have looked it up, but his line when he's like, she's saying, no, I can't go to the footbridge. We'll go tomorrow. It's like, oh, if you spend your days... Like something about too many tomorrows, you'll have a whole lot of empty yesterdays or whatever. (laughs) It's like one of those like folksy uh, sayings, but like the delivery is awesome. (laughs) And that's when she's like melting because she's like, oh man, he's like, it's like poetry. I can't help myself. Uh, Which reminds me, like, I think then, like, um, after he leaves or whatever happens there, uh, the mother does it earlier, and I love it every time when, like, he's wooing the mother to, like, get the money for the instrument and the uniform and everything, and when he leaves, she's, like, she lets out this noise. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, gas escaping, but it's so, like, unpleasant <laughs> because of, like, her voice, or it's, like... <laughs> but like she the look on her face and the noise it's so funny but then uh marion does it later it's uh obviously more pleasant but she does the exact same thing just kind of this release and then i think it's awesome yeah every character in this is great i love the mother <laughs> uh her voice and irishness yeah uh and I love that line, like, 
<laughs> where he's like, oh, no, it, it wouldn't do. All the best cornet fl- players were Irish. It's like, oh, but Professor, we're Irish. Like, you wouldn't know that. Right. Like, <laughs> uh, it's so good. Uh, it is. I think there's a we're losing very well written things nowadays. Yeah. Uh, the yeah already the barbershop guys. I loved it. I loved that the high and the low. I've always loved it. Uh, yeah. I think one of the things that makes me enjoy this movie so much is the time period. So it was in the sixties made. But it's like turn of the century. I think they say like, oh five, like something's from odd five. Yeah, that's yeah. And then I think you see a picture of uh, Teddy Roosevelt. So like, it the town looks like uh, yeah, turn of the century, like uh, Main Street USA. So it's like I think the whole Main Street USA is. Half the love of this for me, just like that—that that is, that is architecture also. Where it's like it is still beautiful. Like there's craftsmanship there and something. It's not just like cold, dank concrete buildings. It's like everything's yeah. pleasant to look at. Like the fire station and like the wagons and like everything's designed and then added to. Where it's not just functional, it actually has a little quality to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that Brenda's father always said, like, they really lucked out getting Shirley Jones. She's, <laughs> like, I think his comment was, like, how good she can sing and how good she looks. Right. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, no, she's awesome. Like, and I think she was one that wasn't in the, uh, the stage version, but they needed like a bankable movie star. And she has that star quality, I guess. Like she was, you're talking about Oklahoma. She's in Oklahoma. She was in Carousel, uh, and other things, but, um, yeah, like, I think in the she's a dish (laughs) and like her voice like is awesome like it's not oh yeah you're just an actor trying to (laughs) run with the big dogs was like no she's got pipes well that and then this is a theory of mine where it's like I think modern music sucks not all of it but popular modern music generally sucks and like there's some people that still hold on to things and like but I feel like the eighties and prior there's still really good things there where it's just like the everyone was still like maybe not classically trained or whatever, but just like there's a foundation of like what music is and we're gonna mm-hmm. like they were all taught properly and then it's like we're gonna deviate and do our own thing whereas like now it's just like oh I'll just write it myself and it's like you have no idea what you're doing <laughs> or like you don't have where this is just like what you were talking about with the uh, different musical 
things within uh, throughout it are just like these people are talented right and like her singing it's like yeah that's not my first go-to but it's like she's obviously very vocally trained or whatever you know what i mean like it's not just like yeah oh i can sing like people that you know that can actually sing okay but like they're not trained yeah and like there is a a better way or almost like where it's like you can do both but like to be able to do what she does it's like when she's singing out the window and stuff it's pretty impressive yeah and apparently she wasn't a dancer right but not that she does a lot in this. Oh, yeah. But it's like, that's something you can teach, I think. Well, th- th- and especially for film, where it's like, you don't have to have it perfect yeah. the whole time, unless it's going to be a really long take. But, like, yeah, just get you could shots. stop and start. Yeah, and uh, that reminds me of, I think Debbie Reynolds is the same thing, where for Singing in the Rain and stuff, she had all these dance numbers. And it's just like hard to compare her or like she's up something what's the whoever the two singing in the rain guys gene something whatever i don't know you're the one that's seen it (laughs) and i think something reynolds no she's reynolds what's the other guy it doesn't matter but uh there's some really good dance stuff and you would be surprised that she isn't a dancer but they taught her on that but one dance the uh, in this one, I guess it's the Shapoopy <laughs> one. Yeah. Uh, when the legs are coordinated. Yeah, they're like cheek to cheek, but like kicking yeah, their kicking legs the back way. and forward. That, that looks hard. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. And she does a good job. I'm sure there was a lot of kicking each other that happened yeah. practicing that, but they do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the biggest dance number, at least for her. I don't think she does much. Like, there's Madame Librarian, and they're just kind of running around in the library. There's not much dancing. There's kind of, like, fun things on the benches and that kind of thing. He's doing more than she is, but just kind of choreographed, moving about. Yeah. Sam said he has the perfect look. He looks like a modern uh real estate agent that you see like billboards for like the like waxy (laughs) face almost yeah and he seems old right like almost too old but i don't know i don't know what the difference in their age when this came out was um i'm sure when he started doing it he was probably more age appropriate but no i liked it quite a bit uh, yeah, I feel like I want to rewatch Hello Dolly. That might be one of those like they only have one good song. Like, uh, yeah. get on your Sunday clothes is that whole sequence is amazing. Like, and yeah, all the coordination and stuff like that. Another same time period, like taking place in at least. So, yeah. Another thing that this does that you almost from modern movies would expect to happen, and it doesn't. Um, the little girl 
Amaryllis goes to the livery. Is that what it's called? Where the horses are? She's like, right. Uh, can I visit the the horses? And then uh, she's in there, and you think like she's gonna oh she's gonna overhear them. something and then spill the beans, but it's like nothing like that even happens. They go into a song, and then she's just there to clap for them. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Like I know that's the sadder a- but wiser girl, which is an awesome song because I feel like <laughs> today. I don't know if that song would exist. Like it, it's just it's a weird song. Like I, it's not like it's bad or anything, but it's uh, it's talking about like not like going for loose women, but like uh, the more apprehensive or I don't know what the word would be, but the sadder but wiser girl. I feel like these days, just what that song's about wouldn't be sung about. Yeah. No, I could see that. I think you're right. Um, what else? Uh, I like the conversation they have at the... I forget what they call it. The candy shop or candy kitchen or something. Uh, and they keep saying one. It's like... If one were so inclined, one would blah, 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 yeah. and <laughs> just back up where they both keep using one. It's like, I think that's another good moment of writing where it's not like a sloppy thing. It's like intentional that they keep using the word. Um, yeah, just everything. Love it. I, I like the way it ends, uh, how they can play. It doesn't really make sense, but watching it a few times, it's like, well, they do get books, instructional books, and they have had the instruments for a little bit by that point. So the kids may have experimented on their own, or at least some of the older kids. So it stands to reason that maybe they have figured out how to play a little bit. Uh, But still, it's like, (laughs) I think it's a... A good little ending, and all the parents <laughs> being like, "That's my oh, Davy." That I loved. <laughs> Where, uh, what did I have written down? Something that is just like, "Play to me, Johnny," or "Play to yeah, me, Linus. Linus." Play to me, Linus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I laugh at that stuff. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, there was uh, a couple. And yeah, it's it's very abrupt because it's like that happens, and then it's like he's free to go, and then it just goes to another song, and it's over. Like it's it's not normal. Well, that's <laughs> one thing where it's like I think this is the I I don't know what it is, but uh, like older movies ended faster. Like we we like the like drag it out and like have an epilogue nowadays to things where it's like you think of uh even like star wars and jaws it's like death star is dead uh shark's dead let's wrap this up right where it's like there's no uh and this too like it's just like oh we got the band and 
we're doing one song and it's over. Like the the journey is the movie is my point. Yeah. Where I feel like nowadays uh, we drag it out. But to their credit, I wish movies would do this more, especially like fun movies. Uh, have the like credits and like go to the people and like have a visual of the person that you're giving credit to or whatever. I love that kind of stuff. That's one thing in uh, Lord of the Rings. I appreciate how they had the artwork on the yeah. third movie at least. And it's like, oh, this is great. Something. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, so Brenda was trying to find out how pregnant but Shirley Jones was pregnant during filming and apparently uh, during the scene on the footbridge when they're like embracing uh, the baby kicked Robert Preston <laughs> and then years later when he met I don't know if it was a, he's a kid or a, an adult but he introduces himself as her son and uh, Robert Preston says Yes, we've already met. <laughs> yeah, it's a good story. Yes. But yeah, they do a pretty good job, the costume department. You can't really tell. So that's what she was trying to figure out how pregnant she was at the time because Yeah. Well I find I, I feel like some women like aren't very visible sometimes till like the last two months or something. Like yeah. all of a sudden it explodes. Right. <clears throat> Hides yeah, I don't know what point maybe start kicking at. So like it's should be far enough along that right. it has that ability. So, um, yeah. So I love this movie. Obviously, in my top one hundred, gave it five stars and a heart. Um, it's very interesting with these older movies on Letterboxd especially just comparing to Sicario, which we're going to talk about. This has only been logged by 20,000 people on Letterboxd, yeah, right. which is actually quite low. Just you would think being around longer would have lots of people, but I guess it's maybe younger people on the site, so not everyone's going to these old things. Plus, I don't think this is like in one of those, uh, like, it's not in the top 100, like, Singing in the Rain yeah. is on the AFI top, or 100 movies, 100 years. So uh, maybe people aren't being pushed to watch it as much, but I think more people need to watch this movie because it's awesome. I think it's probably, well, it's pretty famous, but, yeah, I think it's one of the, I don't know if I would say better, but, like, because I haven't seen a ton of them, but I would say, like, I like it better than Hello, Dolly and stuff. Uh, I'm interested to check out more of the musical world. Do you have Seven Brides for Seven Brothers? No, but I think it's on Disney something. or something. Oh, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, because that one... I don't like as much as this one. There's little things that I like in it. Uh, but it definitely has a moment where it's like, 
I lose interest or yeah. drags a little. I'm or interested whatever. in it too because they reference it, and I love Lucy. So, gotta check it out for those reasons too. Yeah. Um. It's no, it's not streaming on anything. Is it not? No. Maybe when I looked it up on Apple, I saw it there. Similar yeah. stuff. I'm pretty sure we have a DVD. But oh, and that, <laughs> that reminds me. So I watched The Music Man on DVD, and then afterwards realized we have it on Blu-ray, and. I guess I never took it off the DVD shelf, and that's just the first place I looked. So I'm pretty sure the last time I watched it was on Blu-ray because it was like, Brenda's like, oh, put on the bonus features. I'm like, there's not really much on here. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I feel like we have watched a bunch of stuff. So we ended up putting in the Blu-ray after. Uh, <laughs> did you watch it on full screen? <laughs> No, I think it was still widescreen, and uh, it didn't look that bad. Like, and it's one of those. It's an older movie, right. so it's like it can't look that good, anyways. <laughs> but I did notice like some of those like imperfections in the transfer, and I don't know. I don't even know if the Blu-ray is different. It might not be, but uh, yeah. So I I need to get rid of that. I think we're just gonna give it to someone from the family that would want it but uh yeah just get it off the shelf yeah <laughs> create some space yeah all right so what do you give this i gave it a four or four and a half i don't know it's it's great i don't know yeah you gave it a four okay. and I feel like it should be higher. <laughs> well, I think your Sicario should be higher. Well, let's get into that. Uh, but then, uh, no, I think my... If I'm judging it, like, academically, like, I'm just, like, grading it, uh, detached from it, then it should probably be four and a half or a five. Uh so yeah I could see that because that's usually what I try to do uh, because for me personally this is TikTok age of faster 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 so like it definitely drags in the middle and I think that's just musicals always do that to me where it's like alright let's get her going here besides there's a few that, but even like everyone's raving about Hamilton, but like, it's too long. Let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. get it going here. So, yeah, that that would be my. And then there are a lot of good songs, but uh, as far as like bangers, like that you can sing along with like there's no like ballads or is that what you call it where it's like the single person singing out like it i don't know not you're saying it doesn't have those well not in the way i'm used to it or that i like them to be 
Yeah, see, when we talked about musicals, you talk about, like, Les Miserables yeah. as your favorite. And that, it's like, I don't know how that has any of those to me. Like, there's one or two memorable... Oh, all the, the whole, every song is memorable. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think because that is, like, an oversaturation of music to me, that it's like I can't remember specific songs where this is like separated specific songs and the high highs there's there's no comparison yeah this is way better (laughs) or liz or i mean lameness is way better there's no No. comparison (laughs) yeah the opposite (laughs) I, i don't think you'll have the world agreeing with you there I don't know what's wrong with the world. Music Man's the greatest. <laughs> Is that your favorite musical? I guess. Uh, I, if we're going off my top 100, I have like Beauty and the Beast. That would be higher, I think. Yeah. Um, but. But the, these are true. As far musical. as a traditional, yeah, real musical, <laughs> then yeah, I would say so. Trying to think what could be a, a second, and I don't even know. So, because like Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, it's it's of the same era and that style, but it's not like it's really my favorite. Like it's I enjoy it, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Probably the greatest showman. <laughs> It's not. Unfortunately, not a joke. They say it. This is the greatest show. (laughs) Now, Sicario. Similar movie. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Full gear change. Uh, So. We didn't really even introduce the music man that much, no. but anyone unfamiliar, Sicario's from 2015. One the best modern year in movies. Is it? We need to do a show just on years yeah. because I like to get into that kind of stuff uh, to figure out. We should find like what our top three years are. I watched uh, or notable years. So Lord of the Rings, they're making potentially another movie and i was just watching this youtube thing uh, about like why this guy was kind of praising the 90s for being a time of uh original movies and he actually like uh quotes this website that actually tracks like the 100 top grossing movies of each year and then if they're like from an original script or if they're based on a book or a sequel and all this stuff right and he's saying like 1986 is like top for uh original so like nothing is uh comes before it or whatever or like and then like even like franchises or stuff like that like so like Jurassic Park had a book but like it's the first (laughs) one so it's not like you know what I'm saying so I should send you the uh, YouTube video because like 
yeah, he lists all these movies like Forrest Gump and Titanic and all this stuff, and it's like The Matrix and all this stuff where it's like, yeah, these are brand new Quentin Tarantino stuff. Like, the 90s is the best. That's <laughs> the best of both worlds. But yeah, going three years. 2015 rocks. Yeah, I'm actually just looking at it on uh, Letterboxd. There are some pretty hot movies from that year. Like, I think it sorts it by popularity or something. Uh, but say, even getting into like, stuff. well, I'm already on page like four or something. But uh, there was Mad Max, I think was number one. Um, I noticed Spotlight, which won for Best Picture, but then there's like The Martian, Force Awakens, Inside Out, The Witch, The Revenant, Hateful Eight, Revenant. Room, The Big Short, Jurassic World, uh, one of my favorite movies, Eddie the Eagle, <laughs> <laughs> The Man from Uncle, uh, Rogue Nation, um, Furious Seven. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, Steve Jobs. Yeah. Uh, live action Cinderella. Uh, not that I think that it is anything, but significant. Fifty Shades of Grey. So that's pretty big. Um, uh, Bone Tomahawk. Uh, yeah, I think we're past some of the more noteworthy and just listing popular or well-known things uh joy which i didn't see legend with uh tom hardy and i bought and haven't watched everest yeah there's lots there's there's a lot going on for one year um so maybe on to something for that but uh yeah as far as recent years goes, that's a, that's a pretty good one. And Sicario. So, when did you see Sicario? I saw it in theaters. Okay. Denis Villeneuve, Frenchy-Canadian, yeah. French-Canadian guy. Yeah, Villeneuve, and I don't often know these things, but... I feel like this is noteworthy and noticeable cinematography by Roger Deakins. Oh, yeah. And, like, you want to see a resume, this guy. Like, <laughs> this guy's uh, off the hook. Yeah, and uh, he did Blade Runner 2045 or 49 uh, with Villeneuve and Prisoners. Both look spectacular. He did a lot of... Uh, Coen Brothers, like True Grit, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, A Serious Man, Hail Caesar, um, and then oh, Le Big Lebowski. He does Skyfall. Oh, No Country was another Coen Brothers. Shawshank Redemption, 1979. The Village, which I think looks great. And then, yeah, you get into, like, older things. Um, what, did 1917? Yeah, I said that. You said 79. <laughs> oh, did I? I was reading the poster and the way it's... Yeah, I, 17, sorry. Uh, 
the Hurricanes to the Nancy, the Secret Garden, there's Courage Under Fire, like all these older ones, I think are all pretty great. Um, what was something else I just saw there? Oh yeah, Empire of Light, which is just from last year, I think is on Disney Plus now. I didn't really know what it was about, but I might check that one out because I think it has something to do with film. Another one of those celebrating cinema <laughs> movies. Nice. But because he's worked on it, it's like, maybe I'll check that out because I bet you it looks spectacular. Uh, so yeah, he filmed this, directed by Villeneuve, and starring Emily Blunt, Josh Brolin, um, Benicio Del Toro, Daniel Kaluuya, Victor Garber, John Bernthal, and an idealistic FBI agent is enlisted by a government task force to aid in the escalating war against drugs at the border area between the U.S. and Mexico. That is I that really is. didn't know anything about this going into it. I don't even know if... I, I, I guess I read that, but that doesn't really say much. Just kind of gives you a location and kind of who's involved. Um, so yeah, I, I didn't know what to expect. I feel like it's one of those movies where I don't even know if I can think of like a trailer for it to even have some sort of visual reference of like, oh, it's this part or right. <laughs> whatever, like where, um, one movie that it kind of was reminding me of, uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah. It's like that I could, re I remember seeing trailers for. Or I don't even know if I remember seeing trailers, but I think I was also getting this mixed up with The Kingdom. Yep. With, uh, I think it's Jessica Biel. And it's like, I don't know if just because it's a female Jennifer Gardner. soldier. Oh, it's okay. I think I knew it was someone. And Jamie Foxx and stuff. Yeah, I knew Jamie Foxx, but I, yeah, okay. That actually, uh, there's parts in this that do rewatching it that do remind me of that. I forget which parts, but I wrote that down. Yeah. Um, so how awesome so, is Sicario, Adam? So, where is it going to place on your top one hundred? <laughs> it looks awesome, um, but I was not really. I was not. I don't know what the word would be. Uh, not not flashy enough for you. Not enough jokes. I didn't. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> I didn't laugh at all. <laughs> That's my main complaint. I laughed. No, at it, actually. Um, I think it's one of those movies where there's no likable characters <laughs> for are me. You where it's like, who's you? Who are you supposed to like in this? I movie? like everybody. I like Emily Blunt. I don't love her, but I like her. Like, there's. I don't. She's not. I don't dislike it. But anyone, she's but a it's... perfect. Like, I know sexist or whatever, but like, she's a perfect female cop where, like, you could go, like, the have to prove yourself female cop and be obnoxious yeah. about stuff. But then it's like, no, she doesn't do that. She's capable 
and all that so like she's I like her and I love Benicio and Josh Brolin they're they're amazing <laughs> yeah they're fine like Daniel, i don't big eyes Kalu- kaluya yeah uh, he, he, but like nope. that's more his character that i don't love then yeah like he's whatever i think he's doing he's doing a good job with it but. yeah i don't know what it was i think it's just um i didn't start it that late I know. See, this is a problem. <laughs> but I, and I, be in I, the right I'm, mood. and it's not like I, I wasn't looking forward to it. I, I've wanted to watch this for a while, but like, I was nodding off constantly. And maybe it's my fault. I, I'm working too here. hard. <laughs> it looked like I said. I, I don't. It, I didn't hate it. I don't uh, think it's bad. I think. It, it looks amazing, but I wasn't into it. And I think because of that, I just wasn't uh, staying awake. And it's just, there's a lot of really slow parts. And so I don't know that I missed anything. <laughs> like, I think I'm, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm aware my eyes are closed, <laughs> but I'm not fully asleep. And then I'm like constantly like opening my eyes again. I'm glad you but... gave it its full of, <laughs> your full attention. And... I do own it. <laughs> well, you should watch it again and watch the sequel. The sequel is not as good, but it is. It, I feel yeah. like it does have. Uh, I have it on Blu-ray. It's still um, pretty good. Uh, I think the sequel actually has more action because I know you're of the TikTok generation that just needs flashy <laughs> yeah, lights all the time. Just here, ADD. There aren't jokes and action a hundred percent of the time <laughs> maybe just go back to watching maybe the, I, the eternals i sh- <laughs> that's that is this though it's long slow yeah i know stuff. but the eternals supposed to be <laughs> superheroes no it's because i watched uh or did i no sorry i was gonna say because i watched the music man but i watched sicario first uh that's the see that's the thing i i will like talking about nothing happening music man is longer than this movie and stuff happens in this movie (laughs) where it's like how can they how can events and like characters change and stuff happen in 20 minutes less or whatever this is compared to music man the music yeah it's about a half hour shorter uh, which I do, I did like. It's a solid two hours, so it's not going over that. Um, it probably like credits start before that, right. so it's probably like an hour fifty, and yeah, so it's not long. Um, and maybe also because I was thinking at some point about Zero Dark Thirty and how much I love that. Not that I was comparing them because they're not really that close. It's just female lead, similar subject matter and um, whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I I like Emily Blunt usually. Uh, There's a lot of movies with her that I love. And it just wasn't really 
yeah it's not I, i'm i'm almost indifferent where it's just like it it's fine i just wasn't into it actually one thing that i did think of i don't know if i wrote this down um it's the opposite of the knives out quote where um daniel craig says it makes no sense compels me though <laughs> it's like it makes perfect sense but i am not compelled <laughs> it's like i understand everything that's happening and i'm just not not into it uh there are definitely good parts and stuff but yeah it's 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 more of a like i'll just say now because i keep saying i don't hate it i gave it a four um but I was kind of leaning more towards the three and a half, but in my gut, I'm like, I don't know. I feel like it deserves at least the four because I can see all the technical achievements, the look and the, like, it's, it is a smarter movie. It's not dumb action. There's setups and, and things. It's like, I think three and a half is, uh, an insult to it. So in my review, I said maybe a, th- a 3.75, but I'll, Rather than log it as a three and a half and say that, I'll log it as a four and give that you're, caveat. You're generous. You're very generous. <laughs> I am a I am a benevolent <laughs> reviewer. <Yeah. laughs> uh, so it's like, yeah, I I don't know. It, it's it is just a weird thing. Maybe I need to watch it again on like a Saturday afternoon. Uh, Loud. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what my problem was. I can't even think of what was happening that day that uh, could have taken me out of it. But um, those are my uh, initial uh, reactions. All right. No, I uh, I liked it. I remember Film Junk doing this. And this was the year that they started their six out of fives. And I believe Sean okay. and maybe Frank gave this a six out of five. I know Sean did. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but, yeah, I love it. It's, I was going to say a slow burn, but it's not necessarily a slow burn because there's action throughout, but it's not constant and... Uh, not beating yourself over the head with it, but then it like picks up and slows down, and I feel like uh, it's quote realistic. Where I find uh, listening to commentaries and stuff, and like the more realistic the movie, I feel like the violence and action is quick and over with. Yeah, and it's like that's in real life what happens is not there's like you look at fencing in the Olympics it's boom 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 someone's hit you know what I mean and like yeah. in like real wars and stuff like the extended uh, revenge of the Sith lightsaber battles never take place in real life like where the fights go on for a long time besides boxing and, or sports but that is a controlled environment. So, like, in this, the violence is quick and over with. So, uh, I like that. I like where it goes in certain places where it's like, I didn't see that coming. 
I like the, uh, like, he, you're following this Mexican cop just for a little bit. And yeah. it's just like, what does this have to do with anything? And then you find out at the end, and it's just like, uh, he humanizes things, I feel. Uh, also, I like how primal, I think is a good word, that this movie is, especially the Benicio Del Toro character, where it's just like, the idea of like we have to smudge the rules and like go around the rules and not just do everything by the book and that character is excellent at it and like one of my it's such like the first time watch I thought it was more intense but I love the uh, when they get the when the, the drug lords over the border and then he just picks up the water jug so casually and is taking it and they're just uh and then like he puts like his crotch in the guy's face and i feel like it is primal like we're getting down to to uh business here like it's just like we are gonna get information out of you one way or the other this is not so what is happening in that scene because it's like I think I even went back to see, like, did I miss something, like, or is it you just, like, leaving it to your imagination kind of thing? Because <laughs> I wasn't sure if he actually was doing something, like... Oh, I don't think he's doing anything sexual to him. I think they're just yeah. waterboarding him. But I feel like him yeah. standing over him, like, it yeah. is... I feel like it is primal, where, like, you go up to a dog, and if it goes on its back... It's like submit like I've watched these TikTok videos and it's like they introduce like a new tiger into like a area with like ten tigers and it's just like some of them go right up to them and just lie on their back right away and just like you're the boss, you're the boss. And I feel like human beings have that instinct to like in a in a weird way, but like yeah, I just, I I like it. I like Josh Brolin uh, throughout it, like how relaxed he is, like the flip-flops and just like, he's not wearing a suit and tie, all this stuff. He's always chill. I feel like they do a really good job with that. Uh, when he's in the room, he's like, uh, knowing glass, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I feel I would be him <laughs> just in that like if you are dealing with these monsters that are killing families and children it's just like all bets are off like uh, I agree that to be better and to be a better civilization you should be able to control yourselves and uh, process these people by the book and uh, make a case but I do feel like this movie presents it in both ways where it's like you need to do it the civilized way but then also the Josh Brolin way of we're just going to do it we know that these people are monsters and we're going to deal with them so I don't know my one I'll say one thing that I do have a problem with 
because I don't think it's perfect. Why don't they just take a helicopter to get that guy? Instead of going through the border. I feel like that is, like, there might be a simple answer for that. But it's just, like, you're using, it's not money. Like, you're using private jets and whatever, and maybe it's a harder deal to, uh, fly over a border, but it's just like, you could have just had a helicopter, maybe you, could, maybe you couldn't land a helicopter in the city, but it's just like, to avoid the whole border area, and fly from your base, or whatever, especially because in the second one, they use helicopters a lot, so. <laughs> <laughs> they, they weren't invented yet. Yeah, so it's just, <laughs> but... Uh, that kind of stuff yeah I don't know uh, it's uh, another name I noticed on it written by Taylor Sheridan okay. who wrote and directed Wind River nice. and Those Who Wish Me Dead Those Who Wish um, Me Dead which one? oh that's that's the Angelina Jolie forest fire yeah or I like Wind River Ranger one a lot it is similar, yeah that one's good uh, it's not similar tone yeah similar like slow and then yeah a lot but the yeah the angelina jolie one's not as good but it's still it's fine yeah and i haven't seen it but he wrote hell or high water that one's good too that got a lot of attention i think you would like what's his name in that True Grit guy. The dude. What's his name? Yeah. Um, Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Um, he did write uh, the sequel, Sicario, Day of the Soldado. Soldado. And then, unfortunately, I don't think he liked this one. Uh, Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. Yeah, I didn't care for that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he's got kind of a interesting resume. Like, seems like he's got a pretty good track record. And, like, the two that he directed, like, I think they're well-liked generally. Wind River's got a pretty good reputation. And I don't think Those Who Wish Me Dead was like panned or anything just maybe not as good but then also looking at the guy like i'm pretty sure this guy was on veronica mars <laughs> uh he was older he was like uh a gang member he was like part of the I forget the family that's like an irish family because he's got a very distinct face like a really wide mouth i'm pretty sure it's this guy because he is an actor in some other things Anyways, that's who wrote it. So there are lots of big names surrounding this. Um, I like... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, from the beginning, um, that opening scene, when they like uh, go to that house, I thought that that was going to be like a training exercise until like she shoots the one guy. And it's like, oh, this is real, because like, yeah, how, I think it might it might just be through the wall. 
Well, no, like, I don't know. Maybe that's just the thing that they do is well, throw there, them in. There is a person right there. Was there a person standing there? Okay. Well, he was watching TV or something. Yeah, but I guess I figured that uh, if it, they didn't really shoot him, they just right. <laughs> it was like, oh, I'm out. Uh, and I think it was just because they are doing things like so by the book so it, it almost seems like a training thing where it's right. like we have to do this perfectly but then it's, it's real so it's like oh it's pretty pretty impressive the like covering each other and like tapping the shoulder and waiting for people and it's not the Hollywood like diving around corners and <laughs> doing these crazy things it's like an actual team sweeping through so uh, I'm sure Trevor, Trevor would love this. Yeah, I don't uh, know if he's watched that. it. Yeah. I feel like this, that opening in the end, too, he would love. Yeah. Yeah, and what you're saying about, like, the quickness of things, I think that is also it is well done where it's, like, boom, 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 and it's, it's not a drawn-out thing, like, because uh, there are literal parts that are boom, 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 where someone shoots, like, three times... <laughs> It's three people, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, and How about like even the car scene when they're all like, um, yeah. I don't know what they're waiting at if there's like a toll or yeah, the border. Just yeah. So there, there's like the other car, and there's it's. I think I don't know. I feel like yeah, like that's very quick. Um, just and I think that's kind of the point too, where it's like. They're just waiting for an excuse to take them down, right. and they barely get one. And then that's her whole thing of like, "This is wrong. <laughs> like, you're not supposed to do that." I don't know what uh, she wants you to do. They had guns. Yeah, she wants them to actually start shooting. Yes, yeah, you need to have someone die. Uh, yeah. But also talk about quickness. Also, like it's part of the characters. But like Benicio, when she. She wants like a long drawn out conversation almost when she like tells him to freeze when he mm -hmm. he's uh, getting the cop and he just shoots her right away. Yeah, like that, like just immediately. Like there's no, like he's not even like I'm doing this. There's no question. That's uh, I like that. Uh, yeah, I like the brutality, like the people in the drywall and then the uh, naked corpses hanging and it's like showing you what you're dealing with it, it's not just mm -hmm. like these aren't just teenagers selling pot right like these are <laughs> brutal murderers right so uh, yeah like that's what I'm talking about like primal like the savagery needs to be dealt with savagery <laughs> uh, yeah. more savagery uh, I like yeah we've talked about cinematography but just the shots of the city and like making you feel like it would be a lost maze in there uh, the driving fast that's what made me think of the kingdom where you got the SUVs just flying through areas going over speed bumps and curbs and whatever and it's just uh i think that's part of like just you're a harder target if you're driving fast also 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it. Talking about looking at the city, uh, it just made me think, like, of Dune. And it's like, clearly this is the same guy that made Dune. Just the long, drawn-out, like, just not even establishing shots, but just staying on things a little bit longer mm-hmm. and like a lot from the air and there's a lot of shots of the sky too like where the horizon's very low and you get a lot of sky in the shot uh, which <laughs> looked really good have you good. seen the Fablemans yet? no but I did pick it up okay well remember this conversation and watch <laughs> the Fablemans because that's it, it matters to it uh, I might watch it tonight. I won't we'll see. I won't spoil it. <laughs> Not that it's a spoiler, but it's it's better if you just watch it. Uh, but that actually makes me think, just as a general question, like, yeah, I think Dune and this, the look is similar. Now, directors are capable of changing their look. And is that a conscious choice of, like, this is the best shot for this movie or it's like this is my design this is how my movies look so you know what I mean what do you think goes through like if you were able to make 10 movies are they all going to look the same or would you purposely like no I'm going to switch it up And but like some guys have a similar style all the time and I know it's, cinema, it's a, a combination of a million things yeah, because I think it does depend on the subject matter because you look at people like Ridley Scott where it's like he's done a little bit of everything and I don't know that you could say they all look the same, but they're also very different right. subject matters and time periods and things like that. So you obviously aren't going to do Gladiator the same way as Alien. Right. Like, they're completely different. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess... Uh, and the, there are even some people where it's like they almost have no signature or like yeah. it's just very, for lack of a better word, generic where uh, there was someone, who were they talking about? I think it was on, on that uh, podcast I was talking about someone, I uh, forget the name of the guy uh, who did Princess Bride. Um but like all the things that he had done and they're all pretty different but huge movies but I don't think there's like a correlation between the look of any of them so yeah I don't know Mm -hmm. but people like Villeneuve um, Christopher Nolan like there's a few people today where it's like they kind of have their their look Right, that they and stick to. I would feel like wouldn't you get bored of that? Like, yeah. wouldn't you want your stuff to start to look different? Like, just or you're convinced that your look is the best for your story or whatever. Because I would not be so convinced of that. Yeah, like Spielberg, I feel like people say he has a look and I think at certain eras he does but like uh, 70s Spielberg does not look like now Spielberg so yeah talking about being uh, TikTok generation (laughs) when I picked up the Fablemans I like had a TikTok in my mind of you know how people it's like 
they play two parts where it's just back and forth, right. different angles. But you're, I was, I was thinking of reenacting my uh, interaction at Walmart as I picked it up because I kind of had a rapport with the guy checking, uh, checking me out at the like video game counter because I was also talking to him about a Switch game. So I was like, I'll just buy all this stuff here instead of going to the front. Hand over Fablemans, and he's looking at it. He's like, oh, I haven't heard of this one. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's uh, Spielberg's latest. And he's like, I'm not great with names. And I'm like, Spielberg, like he did like Jurassic Park, E.T., Indiana Jones, all the biggest movies ever. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I, I've seen like Jurassic Park, like those movies. <laughs> I'm like saving private Ryan. I'm like going on about things like Jaws. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I think we saw saving private Ryan in school. Like he's a younger guy. He's right. out of high school, but still young. And then I'm like, I don't know. Most recently ready player one. He's like, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> it's like, Oh my, just give me my movie and let me go. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Right, yeah, that's gonna be sad state. That's everything, but I feel like, like, yeah, but <laughs> us would be like uh, Alfred Hitchcock and what, uh, what's it? Who did or Stanley Kubrick? Where it's just like, yeah, but it's like I'm aware of those, even if I yeah, haven't seen them. Yeah, but you're in movies also. But like, yeah, but so. like if you when you were 18. And it'd be like, yeah, I've barely seen any of them. But yeah, for me, I remember um, it's it, it's more like music for me, where someone's like, oh, you know, so and so, and it's like, I think I know that one song, right. no, and they're exactly. like, what about this? And they're going on, it's like, yeah, I don't know, but I know more now. But I remember my old boss, um, and it's funny because now. Gordon Lightfoot is like one of my favorites, but I remember my old boss being like, "Oh yeah, Gordon Lightfoot, how, all these hits." And it's like, "Yeah, I think I know like that one. I don't. None of these are ringing a bell." <laughs> but it was like, it's funny because now it's like I have all his records, and it's like, yeah, it's just people cannot be plugged into something and just, uh, I don't know. It's crazy, <laughs> Spielberg. It's like. If there's one person you would know, you'd think everyone knows him. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like I know a lot of people that don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Which is crazy. Yeah. But, yeah, like, <laughs> you would think one of those would be a favorite movie, but, yeah, maybe just being too young yeah. past his time. Uh, talking about shots though, also not just, uh, but when they arrive back after the border crossing, and it's like a long shot of like they're small in the frame, and she just goes and yells at uh, Josh Brolin. I feel like that's yeah. a cool shot as well. Where it's like, I like. Where are they there? Is that it's like in in a building or is it under like an overpass or? It like seems like they're inside. Back. Yeah. Well, it's like really open, but there's like vehicles around. Well, they're... Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, they're outside. 
but they were out of okay. bins. I thought they were like but they, there was they, a roof over them. Well, they but walked. It was... Well, uh, there's a roof over them when they're at the bus station. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Of. Yeah. I love no Hablo Inglés. But that so that bus station part, I think that's my note where I said almost an hour in, I feel like nothing has happened, and this is just the intro where it's like now everything's kind of established. Now we're gonna go somewhere, uh, even though obviously they've physically been somewhere. But it's like she doesn't know what she's getting into, and then that's kind of where she's realizing what's going on, sort of. Well, I think, and I think that's the whole point. You don't really... Yeah, you don't... Re- you're kind of along for the ride, too, her. where it's like, you don't know what's up. Uh, I like Josh Brolin whistling Hail to the Chief. Uh, there's not much music in it. There's more of that... The tone stuff. Yeah. Just, uh, which, whatever. There's a nice transition uh, from the bar to her apartment. Uh, where I think they're dancing and John Bernthal like starts to lift her up and then it cuts to the apartment and he's lifting her up right. <laughs> I always like those uh, I would th- say like it's violent but not insanely violent in a weird way No, where like the torture scene and I feel like there's another scene where like oh when Benicio kills the family and stuff like you, yeah it's left to your imagination it's brutal but it is yeah it's not gruesome yeah it's... and the torture you hear it like you don't see what's happening and I think yeah. that's better kind of <laughs> and not all the time but most of the time where it's like you get the point across and it's kind of left to your imagination yeah uh, I love like just this movie is just filled with little details that I like um, there's a whole bunch but just uh, one where it's like they're dealing with the bank stuff and then he's like do you know the Heimlich maneuver because she tries to swallow that receipt you gotta get it out of her and I just love that like that's a thing I'm sure that researching this movie or the writer it's like they talked to a cop and they had to do that like I feel like that's an imaginative detail that you add to a script that you don't really I would yeah when he when he said that I thought that they were talking about like uh, a tactical maneuver not the actual Heimlich (laughs) maneuver so I was like I wonder what that means. <laughs> and I, I and I love that it's a white blonde haired woman doing it. Where it's just like, oh, you think it's gonna be some Mexican looking person, but it's like, nope, there's all these different people involved and whatever. Uh yeah, I feel like the with John, whatever, that's a pretty intense scene. When yeah, she figures out that he's not a good guy with the last of bands and stuff. Yeah, and I th- it's played really well where it's not like uh, he tips his hand. Like, <clears throat> that tips her off, but he doesn't just flip 
and be like, I'm going to kill you or I'm going to give me some information. It's like he's still acting like everything's fine. Right. Uh, like, I don't know if you could call that gaslighting yeah. <laughs> or what, but where it's just like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, don't worry. It's like he almost ignores it, even though he can tell she's caught on. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's a pretty good uh, performance choice where he doesn't just turn like I'm really a bad guy kind of thing. Um, a lot, or not a lot, well, yeah, a lot of nice guys, but there is... Uh, think before they go into the tunnels it's like that's the, the last last light of the day yeah. kind of thing where the sun's like already set but there's still that's, light in the background the silhouettes looks everyone awesome. talk, that's the shot of the movie like they work so hard to get that and we're up uh i that might no i assume that is an actual sunset but could you do that with the sunrise and just they're different so i think not okay. i think you would be able to tell but yeah they're just saying like setting it up or whatever and like having obviously limited time but i've heard deacons talk about that and yeah it's awesome the setup and silhouettes walking by like such strong uh silhouettes talking about another thing that's cut out uh so you don't see the waterboarding, but then also uh, when Benicio saves her, right? And I yeah. feel like that is a great thing with, like, as far as characters go, like, he's on her side, but then he shoots her later. Like, <laughs> like it's like, yeah, I'm on your side. Like, they're, they're complex. There's layers here, Adam. There's layers. Yeah. It's not just, like, the good guys and the bad guys. There's well, yeah, and she even says at that point, like, you used me as bait. And he's like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, and, and but, like, that's the thing. Like, for him, it's like, if he's saying, or Josh Rowland saying, like, this person was responsible for throwing his daughter in acid, it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Go kill him. Like, uh, that kind of stuff. But uh, you don't see... So he saves her, and you don't see anything happen. But then John... What's his last name? Bernthal. Bernthal. Is, the crap is just beaten out of him. Yeah, you see the aftermath. Right, so they and just, I like that where it's like, when your face is that pulpy it's like you just touch him and he's like ah right <laughs> so like, like and he says like no one's gonna notice one more scratch <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah like the like just the minor torture there where he's yeah. like give it all like Sticking a wet his... willy <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's just like but like you know how much that would hurt like someone just digging into your ear aggressively yeah and like and like just like that they're not having it i i don't know it just i love it uh torture wet will one thing um okay well i'm gonna say one more thing that looks good and one thing that actually does not look good or does not look accurate uh the infrared looks awesome because it looks accurate where it's like it doesn't look like our normal vision where like it's it's the it's probably i don't know if it's the best but it's the it's a really good night vision where 
there's no shadows. It's just what uh, the infrared light is seeing. But then it'll switch to the green night vision. And that, you can tell, is faked and is just like a green filter over regular a regular shot because it doesn't look like the infrared where there's too many shadows and it's too dark. Like, it does not look like a real night vision. So, I don't know why they couldn't... They could do one and not the other, but... Yeah. Uh, that was that was like one technical thing that I think they failed on. <laughs> I, I know what you're saying. I don't know if I really... It doesn't make that much of a difference, but when you're getting all these fine details and then that comes up, it's like, oh, geez. Especially after seeing the infrared, that looks great. And then it's like, well, this clearly isn't real right. night vision. Uh... I don't really have anything else. I, uh, one thing about the realism of the drug war, uh, I think it's Josh Brolin says it, or Benicio, but when they make the point, it's like something about like only winning or whatever uh, if 20% of Americans will st- stop smoking or snorting this crap. Yeah. And it's like, I love that observation. I don't even think it's Americans. I think it's just of the world. Right. And then it's like, that is the observation. Whereas, like, there would be no drug war if there wasn't a market for it. Right? Yeah. Like, if everyone just stopped doing it, they would have no power. Right? Like, it's, with anything, the the orange juice lobby would have no power if no one drank orange juice or whatever. It's just like, there's... They only have power because people want drugs. So, like, it is a weird world or whatever. But, like, if supply was gone or if demand was gone, this, they would have no, uh, they wouldn't have the power. But, yeah, I like it. Uh, spoiler for the second one. You probably know this, but, like, MLE Blunt's not even in it. Yeah. So, like, it's interesting that you kind of she's the main character like they don't show up till later mm-hmm. and then how uh there's been talk of a third one that she would maybe come back for that but i would almost like it if it wasn't and it was more just like i don't know but this uh the second one definitely lends itself to a third one but it's not as good as this one but it has the same like quick violence stuff like that but I'd recommend watching it yeah I definitely will and I feel like uh, even without watching the sequel if I rewatched this one I'd probably like it more just it's one of those now that I know everything and then watching it and especially if I can stay awake through it. <laughs> it's one of those things where you're like constantly resetting because of that. It's like yeah. it, it does affect the viewing um, the, enjoyment. Yeah. The, the music might it has a lot of a Hans Zimmer. Not that I don't, he didn't score it but 
that are like pounding music. Well, look at that. We made it under two hours. Yeah. Two movies. So you gave this you gave this a five, I gave it a four. You gave mine a four, and I gave it a five. Not, right where it should be. Not bad. Uh, so yeah, I said next week we'll just do what we've watched. Um, so stay tuned for that. And thanks for listening. Although the wells sparkle white and is a coming down the street, oh don't let him pass my door. Salmon from Seattle last September. And I expect a new rocking chair. I hope I get my raisins from Fresno. The DA Arnold sent a cannon for the courthouse square. Oh, hold the well, Fargo wagon, it's a coming now. I don't know how I can ever wait to see. It could be something for someone who is no relation, but it could be. Something special